This installment of the AX Insider Podcast features a conversation with Lise D'Andrea, President, CEO, and Founder of CXE, which works with clients to optimize customer and employee experiences. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the AX Insider Podcast. My name is Andy Telejohn. I'm the Senior Writer at Airport Experience News. Today, we're talking with Lise D'Andrea, President, CEO, and Founder of CXE, which works with clients to optimize customer and employee experience. Lise, in an effort to uh, take the guesswork out of where companies are at in terms of dealing with the coronavirus and the hiring process that uh, already, uh, before, even before this, was uh, challenging enough in airports, your company did a significant survey recently to find out who was hiring or planning to hire soon and when? Uh, what can you tell us? Uh, what made you? Uh, uh, what made you in the in a min, in the midst of all the gloom and doom out there right now? What made you decide that this was uh, the research topic for the time? Well, hi there, Andy. It's so great to be on with you today. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast. First of all, uh, it's great to be chatting with you today. Uh, yeah, we we got together at CXE and we were talking about our client situation, our current situation across many different airports uh, nationally that we work with. And we were hearing a variety of different things in terms of how things were being handled uh, from an employee standpoint, uh, you know, the reboarding process, all of those different elements that come into play during a time like this. And we really wanted to step up and be able to support our clients in some way. And, needed to fully understand that scenario and really to understand their needs, understand their challenges, and to you know, pull it together in a concise format so that we could then share that knowledge with everyone. And hopefully everyone would benefit from receiving that information. So we put together the survey with the intent to find out how we can best support our clients and then also to share the knowledge so that Clients can also, in the airports, can support each other and also learn how they can integrate these um, these things into what their current programming looks like. Okay. So, well, uh, in, it sounded uh, in in reading through the, the the study findings myself, I was struck by just how many companies out there right now are uh, hiring or planning to do so, at least in a in, in the in the fairly short term here. What are your takeaways from the research? What major points did you come across and uh, did anything surprise you? I was surprised by that too, Andy, that um, the study showed, and this again was done back in the summer. So there has been some time that has elapsed and we all know that week to week, things are changing even day to day. Things are evolving and changing very quickly in the airports with employments and traffic patterns and uh, expectations as we approach the end of the year. So there are a variety of elements that come into this, but I was also equally surprised at, at the numbers where they were projecting that um, they were going to 62% of those that we surveyed uh, of our client base were expecting to bring back 40% or more of their pre-pandemic workforce. Um, this stat has probably changed now, um, but we are seeing optimism and a stronger emphasis um, on return to work. And, um, Another thing that really surprised me was the emphasis in employee experience 
and the uh, kind of a renewed interest in how we're treating our employees and how we're setting them up for success on this return to work format. And of course, health and safety being paramount on this, that the number one reason that came out in the study that employees did not want to return to work was because of their fear of contracting COVID, which is understandable. So, you know, it, it kind of required all of us to take a new look at what is that onboarding process? How are we preparing employees to come back to work? How are we setting them up for success? And how can we plus this up and make it attractive to come back to work? And how are we going to sustain this and make it a, a, positive, <laughs> a positive opportunity for employees? Um, what I also thought was interesting was that they're actually setting strategy around employee experience. And this is something that we as a company at CFC have been campaigning for for a very long time, but it's something that has been slowly getting traction. So it's exciting to see that there's this level of interest in really bolstering the employee experience, because in the end, if the employee experience is positive, it's going to drive optimal and exceptional customer experiences. So this is a really good development, a really positive uh, development, and it, it's sh showcasing the optimism around employees in the airport. So those were the things that I found you know, really surprising and exciting at the same time. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. In an industry where hiring is already challenging because folks are going to be parking several miles away from a terminal, uh, they're going through a badging process of their own. You hear a lot about the customer experience, but the employee experience, uh, uh, I, I certainly don't hear nearly as much about that. Uh, when you say that airports are starting to, to look and strategize around this, what are you uh, seeing or hearing in terms of uh, some of the training and communication best practices? Anything you can uh, report on that? So we, we asked them, what, what are you doing to support employees? You know, what, what are the things that you currently have in place? What are you planning to do? Um, you know, and, and the number one on the list, <laughs> very tops on the list was recognition and appreciation and that employee support element, uh, which includes frequent communication campaigns, which uh, is difficult in this virtual environment and in a lot of cases, how do you maintain that same level of communication and touch with the employee population when everyone is kind of scattered and socially distanced, if you will, uh, across an airport. Um, also looking out for their well-being. There's wellness coaching programs going on, um, health and safety training, which is the obvious type of support, uh, how, to, how to conduct sanitization in all different uh, work environments, and no matter who the service provider is, other social distancing practices. And another thing that's really interesting is selection of employees now, because as part of strategy, because if you think about it, the employee pool is shifting. And with the high level of unemployment across the country and within airports, um, it brings forth a new employee base, a new you know, available employee base that, um, that may be of a different skill set. So airports are now looking at a whole new environment to hire within. And they're also looking at a new skill set that's required because of all of the health and safety issues. We have an element of emotional intelligence that is part of a skill set for employees that is crucial to the success of helping passengers move through an airport. 
So it's really going to be interesting to see with this return to work, how the hiring process uh, is, is being affected. And we started to see some of that in the results of the study that um, airports recognize that they have a new talent pool to select from and that they need to be considering what those job descriptions look like and what we're asking this talent to deliver on. We're talking with uh, Lise D'Andrea, the CEO and founder of CXE. Uh, you uh, you started to touch on what I think is, uh, uh, well, it was going to be my next question uh, anyway. I'm, you know, what it strikes me that with three to five years being cited by most is the likely ramp up time to get back to 2019 levels. Uh, I, I guess that's why it surprised me a little bit to see that there were this many uh, companies looking to uh, to hire or starting already. And, and I, I, is that new talent pool part of the reason? I mean, are folks maybe seeing that as uh, as an opportunity to maybe increase the the, uh, you know, quality of the workforce uh, in airports? And what other reasons did you get from these companies for why they're already starting to look at hiring? Yes, I, I, I do think they see a, an opportune talent pool. But in addition to that, there's so many other things working in the background. The most important thing, of course, being the gradual increases that we're seeing in traffic patterns uh, across the airports. You know, we're hearing about it each week. We just had an announcement last week from TSA you know, that we have topped, uh, you know, our, our, our highest uh, levels of passengers uh, traveling through the checkpoints across the U.S. So uh, very encouraging information uh, around employments uh, in general. But then also you see, especially in the concessions area and some of the other service provider areas, there's increases in hours of operations. Slowly we're seeing more locations opening. So that's going to require additional employees uh, and shifts that are added, uh, you know, where we have reduced hours and, and hours of operation and different shifts uh, throughout the course of a 24 hour period that is starting to free up slowly. Uh, and we're st starting to see re requirements for additional staff. And um, there's also been a gradual increase in passenger sentiment to travel. You know, there's, um, there's been a, a variety of studies out there. I, I've come across a few recently where uh, passenger sentiments are, are starting to pick up in the next six months, for example. I think it was cited actually in AXM that about 81% in North America are going to be planning to travel in the next six months. So that's, that's better uh, results than we were seeing back in the summer. And, uh, you know, those increased, op increased optimism and increases in passenger sentiment really help to move the needle in, in getting people back to the airports. And you know, that's going to then feed into the requirement for additional employees as well. So I think just hearing about these types of, of trends, um, traffic levels picking up, uh, TSA counts picking up, and also not to mention, you know, it's important to mention the CARES Act 4.0 legislation that's um, under consideration right now. And you know, that is an that's encouraging news to know that funding could be coming. We don't know the outcome of that yet. It's, you know, as we know, it's become a, um, a very interesting topic in Washington. But I think everyone is waiting to hear how that's going to play out because if that funding is provided, it would obviously, um, it would, the relief would be probably $25 billion, somewhere around that, 
uh, that number to to stave off additional layoffs and you know to really help in the employment area of, of our airports. Um, so more to hear on that, you know, more to come on that. But I think that also feeds into this the sentiment about employees and hiring and everything that uh, goes along with it. Yeah, and I I. I'm wondering how firm some of these answers were because for every, uh, for the, for all of the positive uh, news you hear out there with the possibility of some relief and with people wanting to travel, there's also this, uh, this threat of uh, a, a second wave or a, another big wave of, of COVID coming. Um, did you get a sense from the research? uh whether these uh these folks that are getting ready to hire are all in was there some tentativeness to it uh, uh have you uh, followed up on that uh, in the time since the research and uh, learned anything else about uh you know where they're at on all of this uh, given the good news and the bad that we're hearing these days yes i think it it is something everyone is looking at every client i've spoken to is looking at week to week um, because the news, you know, it's, it's all over the place, you know, vaccine, is there going to be a reoccurrence? Is there going to be another wave coming? Um, so everyone is tentative, but educating themselves on how to best respond with, with you know, such a volatile environment right now and, and so many unknowns. So I, I think it's everyone's preparing for every case scenario and trying to make decisions based on what they're hearing and to calculate as best they can. And also to understand what other airports are doing. I'm hearing a lot, uh, I'm, I'm very involved with uh, many different forums through ACI and AAAE and AMAC, and just really listening in on, on how people are handling these challenges and everyone learning from one another and taking advice from one another. And I think as an industry, it's it's, everyone's pulling together to, to really fully understand it. And there is no magic bullet you know, to, to, to fight this thing. And I think everyone has been very creative and very supportive uh, across the industry, which is, which is really exciting to see. It's been you know, unifying and out of, out of challenges and out of crisis, it really does uh, bring us together and we're, we're all in this together. So. Uh, you know, that's kind of been an interesting thing to watch in terms of how decisions are being made. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's encouraging. Uh, what uh, I'm wondering if you could expand a little bit on that. Uh, this again is uh, Lise DeAndrea uh, with CXE uh, talking about uh, research that uh, her company did on how uh, hiring seems to be coming back uh, at least, uh, well, more than tepidly for sure. Uh, at least uh, around half of the, uh, uh, companies out there that were surveyed, 150 airport professionals, I guess. So that uh, comprises airports, operators, employees, et cetera, TSA, et cetera, I guess. Yes. Uh, uh, what uh, would you say, and you had talked about your involvement with uh, ACI and a couple of other organizations there. Are there any best practices you've uh, that you could uh, talk about. If you could name folks, great. If uh, you don't want to name anybody, fine. But any best practices you could uh, talk about that have uh, developed out of this so far? Well, the uh, Welcome Back campaigns has been something that has kind of uh, been brought forth, which is really exciting. You know, making it uh, 
a celebration to bring employees back uh, is something that we really enjoyed seeing and hearing about um, and actually helping some of our clients uh, to put together. Uh, some of the other uh, things that we've seen, um, best practices that have been very effective are uh, all types of recognition and appreciation that I think I mentioned earlier and, and, and calling out heroes in, in a time of crisis and uh, you know, our frontline employees that are out there especially back in the early days when um, there was so much uncertainty and, and even now that they're out there working on that front line and dealing with uh, very difficult situations, health and safety concerns, dealing with passengers who are of high anxiety and um, you know all of this uncertainty. And when they're in that type of environment, recognizing their efforts and showing a lot of appreciation for them through formal programs that uh, help airports to do that. So that's been another really great best practice, uh, those frontline heroes that above and beyond recognition. Um, also the, the use of touchless technology, you know, touchless um, elements throughout the employee's day, you know, helping them to show customers how to use this touchless technology is really important, not only providing it to passengers, but supporting employees in helping them to understand how to teach customers how to use it so that everyone is benefiting from it. And, um, you know, just these types of things really help to unify that experience. Um, another best practice that we have noticed is really making sure that everyone that works at the airport is cognizant of the entire journey. You know, that increasing passenger sentiment to come to the airport is gonna require everyone's involvement and in ensuring that every touch point across that journey, whether it's bedside to gate side, every single employee that they come into contact with and every even uh, every element of technology that they come in, in contact with during the course of that journey um, is all connected and that's part of the total experience. So in order to increase that passenger sentiment about travel in airports, all those touch points need to be optimized. They all need to be taken into consideration. You know, it's not just the ticket agent. It's not just TSA. There's so many other touch points that help to increase that passenger, um, you know, optimism about being safe to travel. And it's, be, it's okay, you know, to go back to the airport and to experience this and, and you will be safe. So everyone's in it together, I, I guess is the message. And um, we're seeing a lot of airports pulling together on that messaging to to help increase uh, the passenger confidence and to bring people back to the airports so that we can get back to business. Okay. Let's look a little bit big picture here. Uh, as, as airports and, and operators you know, focus on their employee experience uh, uh, and, and you know, on how to make them comfortable coming back to work and getting them back to work in airports. Is this something you see as taking long-term hold? Is this something that will continue to, to be part of the new best practices as we do start to see travel return to, uh, you know, normal level levels of the, la of the last few years? And what would that mean for the overall industry as a whole? Uh, what do you think, uh, what do you think the longer term picture of this might be? By focusing on employees 
Right, right. I mean, it seems it seems like there seems to be a uh, uh, a bigger than ever focus on this right now. Um, will that continue, uh, you know, down the line as things get back to normal? And what kind of an impact does that have going forward? Yes, I think it it, it will set precedents. Will set the precedents going forward for um, quality standards in hiring practices. You know, a high level of quality in selection of employees, uh, a new outlook on what we're asking employees to do within the airport environment and uh, making sure that they are recognized and appreciated for what they do. Not that they haven't been in the past, but in a more formal way and, uh, you know, in, in more of a um, direct um, focus on employee experience driving customer experience and that it really is part of that that whole process is in, in building a service culture across an airport is to focus on those employees and make sure that the standards are clear for them that they understand behaviors and standards that are expected of them that these are monitored on a regular basis and measured across the airport and that the proper training and education is provided for them in order to deliver on that every day, you know, consistently across the course of, of time. So uh, I, I think that it really does elevate that employee experience to a new level, which op, you know, ultimately will bring us to a new level of customer experience, which is going to be crucial for this industry to maintain and to survive. And it's, it's gonna be hard enough getting passengers back and traveling. We need to support that and make it very positive. And employees are the ones who will make that happen. And that's why that emphasis is so important because we want it to be a great experience. We want it to be exceptional and we want passengers to return. And we want that airport business to build and grow and, and prosper as it has in the past and bring it back to, to where it once was and beyond. Yeah, that's important during the best of times, but uh, during these uh, uncertain times that we're in, I can't imagine it. Uh, I, I can't imagine a time when it, when it would be more important than now. Uh, Lise, what can you tell us about how your company's uh, uh, doing during this time and how you've evolved? I, I think one of the last times we talked, you were telling me about a new uh, customer service product that you've, uh, that you're introducing. I mean, how's, how's your company doing through all of this and, uh, what's new with you? Well, that's so great of you to ask Andy. Thank you. We are, are holding our own and everyone is safe and healthy. Thank goodness on our team, but at CXC, we, you know, as a result of asking a lot of questions and polling our client base, um, and understanding the needs of, of how we can best support them. Uh, we've learned that um, options for training that are virtual and web-based so that they are touchless uh, are a, a huge need. And so this is something we've respond, responded to um, directly. And we were able to, we already had in the works plans for web-based training in 2020, uh, but we, <laughs> we expedited that and got to work right away on a special program Called We're All in This Together, which is a 30-minute program of three 10-minute modules. And it's all COVID-related customer service training. And it's web-based, 
and you can uh, you know, experience this on a smartphone, on a tablet, um, but it's, it's been a great project for us. And we just, uh, as part of customer service week, we launched it and uh, it is now uh, up and ready to, to, to go. So we're very excited about that, uh, being able to provide a training option as people return to work um, that is, does not require that you be in the same room together. This is something you can take on the fly, you know, self-paced. In addition to that, um, not only do we provide training and, and development for our clients in airports, we also pro uh, provide recognition and appreciation programming for um, all airport staff, uh, all different uh, service areas. And we have now developed a platform. Uh, it's an online platform where nominations can be made from employee to employee or passenger to employee. And it's really exciting. And those nominations can be then um, prizes can be involved and recognition can be done through this. Uh, different awards events can be created. So we're really excited about that opportunity as well. And then lastly, in addition to measurement and recognition and appreciation um, and training, um, the measurement side, uh, we have now we have some new audit practices that we can do that are good for COVID monitoring practices. So if uh, an airport is looking or a service provider is looking to monitor COVID best practices across the airport, we can provide um, different types of audit mechanisms to conduct those, um, those visits and to monitor how well things are being um, covered across the airport from a COVID um, perspective. So <laughs> lots going on at CAC and uh, keeping us quite busy, but uh, also you know, keeping our ear to the ground and making sure that um, we have you know, the, the current most up-to-date information and knowledge about what's happening in the airport so that we can respond. Sure, sure. Yeah, better to be uh, busy than bored, especially uh, in in this uh, in, in this time. Uh, sounds uh, sounds like things are hanging in despite the uh, challenges we're uh, we're facing right now. So good to hear, uh, Lise. You've answered my questions. Is there anything you want to hit on that we haven't discussed yet? I think this has been fabulous discussion. Thank you so much for for taking your time today. I really, it's, it's an exciting time. I mean, it is a, a, a tragic uh, situation that we're in, but the, you know, out of that, I always talk with my team about this and I talk with our clients about this, that there's a silver lining. And I think for all of us to really seek out the silver linings in this, and that's where we're all going to learn and grow. And you know, from every challenge, from every crisis, there is learning and, and, and growth and opportunity. So that's what we we aim to focus on and that's what we really look to partner with our clients on is where are the opportunities where are the silver linings where can we optimize um, what we've had done in the past and what we plan to do in the future and how can we truly work together and, and be in this together so you know i, I try to always <laughs> give it a positive spin uh, but I, I do think there's a lot of exciting things coming um, in the months to months ahead of us and in the years to come. It's nice to hear some optimism. It's uh, <laughs> definitely uh, uh, not as uh, common as it has been in uh, recent times. So great to hear your perspective on this. Lise DeAndrea, President, CEO, and founder of CXE. Thank you for taking the time today. Thank you so much, Andy. Have a great day.
You as well. Thank you.